0: Hello, Oregon. We're so happy to be here in the greatest state America has to offer. We're going to take this state all the way to the top. We're talking universal healthcare. We're talking Medicare for all. We're talking Brisbane. It's such a pleasure to have joined you here, going from just being a little guy talking about Hurstons being one of Oregon's most senior political officials. It's a journey I never thought I'd be making. And it's a journey I couldn't make without every one of you. It's my absolute honour. It's a privilege to be here. It's my honour to introduce your next senator, the the brilliant, the fantastic Tim Stem. Wow. That is... Joe is absolutely just killing it. I'm just sorry. I'm just watching a video. This is from a couple of days ago. Just the final, final campaign event that they did. Obviously, election day today for Tim Stem's re-election in Oregon. Joe, vice senator nominee. Wow, there's there's so many people in um what looks like a local sports stadium in Oregon. He's he's shaking shaking hands with the governor. Yeah, great. Well, um, good for Joe. Obviously, a very big day for Joe, and we wish him all the best in Oregon. Today. I don't know, man. I, it's a bit flat. It's the final episode. We're doing Ashgrove. We're really excited to do it. It's a suburb that a lot of people kind of have been asking us if we're going to do because it is an iconic microcosm of... Henry! Hang on, sorry. I think... Henry, open the door! There's someone outside, mate. Sorry. Um... Henry Pratt! Sorry, guys. I know you've been looking forward to the Ashgrove episode, but sorry. Is that... Who's there? It's and me, Don't mate. lie to me if it's, it's someone... Me. Oh my I'm g- back, buddy. I'm back for the Ashgrove episode. Joe! My flight from Oregon got Joe. an hour ago. I came as fast as I could. Mate, what are you, I know you wanted to come for the Ashgrove. It's it's election day, mate. But it's Ashgrove, Henry. It's so much more important than a vice senatorial election in Oregon, which I'm still not sure exists. I still don't think it's a thing. But, mate, what? It, but Senator Stem, mate. it's his He's going to win. He's polling at a billion percent. I have to be here. It's Ashgrove. We've been building to this since episode one. We've been talking about it for so long. I had to come. I had to be here, Henry. Come home, you bloody failed vice senator. Oh, and for those playing along at home, we're giving each other a big old hug. Oh, a little over the microphone hug. Come on, love you, mate. Yeah, good fun. Uh, so. You know, we've danced around about it enough for a whole season's worth of podcasting. Today, we are talking about Ashgrove. Hey, mate. The Ash. We are doing Ashgrove. <laughs> so exciting. And hey, you've had enough of unpacking Oregon. What yeah. do you say we start motherfucking unpacking, unpacking Ash? Prism! Through the prism of Ashgrove. We should work on our rhythm. You've still. changed. <laughs> it was a whole senatorial thing, Henry. The people want to know, particularly the people who maybe aren't from Brisbane or aren't you know from particular areas of Brisbane. Why the hell is Ashgrove so important? Why have we been looking forward to it? Why is it such a bizarrely big deal of a suburb? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive into all of that. I'm gonna thing? tackle it all. Uh, it's safe to say Ashgrove is a microcosm of Brisbane's village feel. Absolutely. It's a microcosm of our ability to plant ourselves in our ways and turn those mm. ways into traditions mm. and a culture of its own. It's, it's It's everything that Brisbane is. Absolutely. If if you want to experience Brisbane sort of the bizarre passion people have for Brisbane, the weird little traits and quirks of Brisbane, go to Ashgrove. Yeah. Go to Junk Bar, walk the streets of Waterworks Road, go on the avenues, just soak it all in and you'll have a glimpse of Brisbane for better and for worse. We are very excited. We're going to be talking about some of the history of Ashgrove. It's going to be great. We're going to talk about our contemporary experience with it. We're going to talk about my very personal connection to the place, and we a will family connection, a family connection. Mm. And we, of course, are going to talk about whether or not the great Ashgrove fucks. Yeah. And last but not least, we have a very, very special, special guest, guest um, who will be joining us. Not one that. Uh, you know, I was necessarily clamoring for, but I mean, I re-listened to the interview today, Henry, and God, he's a superstar. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a fantastic guest. We can't wait to bring all the unpacking news about Ashgrove to you, and we're gonna do it very very soon. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. So, Henry, before we delve into Ashgrove, you know, it's our final episode of this season of unpacking Brisbane, and where do we sit on the loft house front?
1: Where so, are
0: we I guess to give, yeah, I guess you give you. You listeners, the summary so far, the journey we've been on, mm. we opened the podcast Unpacking Brisbane as a means of not only analysing Brisbane's suburbs... No, which but, we do love, but which, there's we, something we love more. We like doing, but it's a means to an end, that Absolutely. end, hopefully having the name of Andrew Lofthouse, Channel 9 anchor. We want his attention, we want him to embrace us, we want him to... I'm not saying we have to appear on every night of the evening news for a Brisbane update. Uh, but Couldn't you know, hurt. Couldn't couldn't hurt. hurt. Now, Monday, Wednesday, Friday? We'd be, you know, fun, friend, bubbly, we'd be bubbly. I'd be, I'd be Rice Bubbles all over the place, mm, mate. I'd snap, be Snap, Crackle, crackle pop. pop. Now, I think, Andrew, we discovered later on through sources in Channel 9. Uh, unnamed, unnamed. Unnamed. Unnamed sources that he is a lovely bloke and would love to work with cool legends who are hot like us. Yeah, cool, attractive, you know, really Sexy, muscular, awesome, defined chins. Six-packed gents who just want to talk about Brisbane and gym. Yeah. Uh, Jim, of course, being the guy who sells us burgers, yeah, uh, great guy, Jim. I'll, I'll have my third burger. It's only breakfast. Then I'll have my fourth. You, you know, know, I went we to we the gym today. Yeah, went to the gym today. Got chips as a side. <laughs> uh, so we love to laugh here as well, and that's what keeps us as fit. As well as we love to eat. Andrew didn't get allowed by his staff. To come to us Channel 9 got jealous Channel 9 said Mate Television's going out of style People love podcasts As if We're letting Andrew Have a whiff Of these two Hot young exactly. boys As soon as he gets around These attractive Fit young Comedy superstars He'll never come back To presenting the news For He's us He's going to want to Hang 9. out in Joe's basement His Joe's mum Can I just say Made a very lovely Chicken casserole Disc tonight It was pretty pleasant And we ate it If Andrew Lofthouse Is in an environment Where not only Is he having to work mm. like like mm. a dog to get the news out to Brisbane, but he actually gets to enjoy a meal yeah. with his mates, hot young dudes Henry awesome and Joe, little legends, awesome, nice Oz kick players of the week, Henry yeah, and just Joe, great young cricketing. AFL multi-talented sportsmen, Henry and Joe. Really just muscular dudes. Just blokes who know their way around a footy field, know their way around a great night with Andrew Lofthouse. And that's the thing that they were scared of. Channel 9, so they blocked him off. They formed a barricade around the man. Wouldn't even let him come talk to us. But We appealed to him directly last week. And and, and that didn't work. But we made a bizarre uh, discovery in sort of the um, legislation that governs Channel 9, their internal stuff. Um, No matter how powerful their barricade around a star is, there's one thing that can penetrate the barricade, Henry. And that's music. That's the power of song. The power of music. So with that in mind, Lofty, we've written you a little number. Now, if this doesn't work, I don't know what will. Andrew, this is something we've put together as hopefully the cherry on the cake of our campaign to shake your hand and shake your life. It's called Loft Loft House. House. House tries his very best to bring Brisbane the news it needs to start the week at a right pace. Lofthouse reported on a crash. It was on Coro Drive because the roads were wet and it was dangerous. Loft House in the Channel 9 newsroom. Loft House. Sweeping Brisbane with a broom. Lofthouse he is so proud of bringing Brisbane current affairs and what's happening in all the suburbs. In 2003 Lofty was named the 2003 Queensland TV personality of the year. Loft House He is Brisbane's real dad. Loft House Sometimes his hair looks very neat. Loft House We wish he would come on our show. Loft House He departed from ABC News in 2008. Come on, Lofty! Come on, our show, give, bud. Give us a hug, man. We want to hear more from you. Your ties, Lofty. We're just waiting for the chorus again because we're more confident with our lyrics on that. Three, four, loft house. Oh no, it's the uh, it's actually the solo here. Oh, yeah, this is good. Well, we can, we can probably cut it. Play this out, and yeah, no, we'll see how it goes. So how's how's working? I'm busy, but oh, yeah. it's like there's enough to do to fill oh, eight hours. Okay. Yeah. But not, like, fascinating. Oh no, toys! Toys! Yeah. Stimulating player. Yeah, okay, right now, but, yeah. whenever you are. Loft House. He is my favourite being. Loft House. He was at the opening of the second Gateway Bridge. Loft House. Wikipedia, we, we, we there. Sorry, mate. That's just me opening a Caramello koala. Ah, oh, damn it! Did you bring any for me? I literally, and I don't, and I'm not lying to you right now, as a friend and as a lover, I as a countryman li- and as a patriot, mm. I only have one Caramello oh, koala. That's such BS because it didn't come in like a big packet. I just so got did it. you, but don't they say on them not for individual sale? Oh, I didn't sell it. <laughs> I just. It's found not my it. point, but oh, you found it. So you're eating a street Caramello. I think what the thing is is that a. Bag of caramel koalas. You can't take those ones and then sell them at your own convenience store. But you can definitely buy individual small caramel. But koalas. I feel like, but I feel like that's just Seven Eleven blatantly flaunting the law. Like, why would they say? Well, they're, no, they're getting them from a supplier, but they're, but still they're not buying a twenty sale. pack. Yeah, but but why would I be allowed to resell a twenty pack, but I wouldn't be allowed to resell one? Well, no, I think you are, but I think it's more saying. If you you know what? I don't know, actually. I found this one on your bench upstairs. Oh, right. I assume it was oh, probably Oh, so it like, probably was mine at some point. I'm almost I'm less annoyed about that. I think, like, your mum was probably looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. And I just snuck in. So... Ashcroft, <laughs> uh, All right, Wikipedia wig out. This is the last time we have to do this I ridiculous know. segment that we unless, hate doing. You know, unless we do another... Se- nah, no way is Wikipedia wig out making out of season one of suburbs talk. I think the hardest? Oh, I don't know. I think the <laughs> hardest thing for Wikipedia will be if they yeah. ever change to a subscription model. Wikipedia the $20 a month encyclopedia doesn't have the same ring to it, it also, as Wikipedia it also, the free encyclopedia. You also don't get any fun out of Wikipedia. Like I don't pay $20 a month for Netflix, Spotify Stan or whatever because they're necessities. It's because no. they're fun. Like like if Wikipedia didn't have it I'd, they'd probably just I'd find another way to get the information. I don't know, like mate. Reddit. It's I think we, I think we underestimate how much we rely on Wikipedia. No, I no. say as we are literally about to use it for a segment. <laughs> no, I will say, I also, I think I know most stuff that's on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I, I think, it's already up here. That's uh, statement. Yeah, I, uh, I've ever heard I of a man who benefit. just told his mum and I upstairs that if he was to be put on the High Court, he'd probably be able to wing it. No, right, yeah, I reckon most people would be able to wing it on the High Court. What's Ashgrove, hard. Ashgrove. Is an inner suburb mm. in the city of Brisbane in Queensland. What else is new? Australia! Um, here. Get it ready for this. Oh, yeah. Hold on to your belt. It is located approximately four kilometres northwest of Brisbane's CBD. It's not a four-kilometre drive. No. It doesn't bloody feel like it. This is funny because, as we mentioned at the outset, we mm. have a lot of friends that we're going to come to later who live in Ashgrove. We have a lot of friends. We have a lot of friends. <laughs> That's an <ex-podcast> sentence. <laughs> <laughs> unpacking friends. Now, 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 we have a lot of friends. Uh, just wanted to get that out there. Just, just, we're seven episodes in, and we don't think it's quite clear. We have a lot of friends, okay? I know we pursued a newsreader for the better part of seven weeks in an attempt to get a handshake. Don't let that indicate that we don't have friends. No, we have friends. And what do they tell us? They tell us that when you're driving, that one of their big selling points of Ashgrove, and they love you know, talking about Ashgrove and all of its oh, pros, yeah. uh, but the one of the big ones that they do go to a lot is the fact that, oh, mate, Ashgrove, so close to the city. Yeah, it, it is. It doesn't is. feel like you're in the city. Oh. <sighs> And, like, oh. and also, like every suburb that's not in the city, I don't feel like I'm in the city. Yeah, like I only feel like I'm in the city when I'm in the city. Oh, I don't live at it's the merit self it Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah cool. yeah, cool. I don't walk up Eagle Street and I'm like, oh, what would it be like to have a three-bedroom Queenslander cottage here? It's like no, it's the city CBD. Get over yourself. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel like 4Ks from the city because when you say that to me, I'm almost like, I mean, it, I could almost walk there. Waterworks? You wouldn't yeah. walk to the city from Ashgrove. No, it doesn't. Isn't that a thing? Doesn't Caitlin say she walks home sometimes from work? Oh, maybe. I think she does. I I, think... I tried to walk home from work last year and it didn't work out. Why was that? I got about four kilometres away and I was like, I'll oh, get an Uber. So I was literally, I was 800 metres away from home and I was like, no, nah, fuck it. I can't do this. So you got, yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair. I got like 90% of the way. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, so well, that's that. why we're doing walking podcast. Up next. <laughs> talking yeah. about what's the most boring walk you've ever done. Yeah. Call in. But so, yeah, no, I do feel the claim is, I mean, I've sometimes driven it. And because sometimes for me to get to the city, I go through Ashgrove or like near it. On an amazing day, you can swing it in eight to 10 minutes. Okay. But that's still, like, that's just clearing the bar for inner city. That's fine. Waterworks Road as well is littered with speed cameras. Oh, it's insane. I remember a friend of ours who lives in Ashgrove and he was saying... We have friends! (laughs) We have friends! (laughs) Um, he, He was saying that... He was like, oh, yeah, I know where all the speed cameras are in prison. Oh, so dead. I can speed between them. I know where I am. Uh, and especially because living in Ashgrove, I'm always hyper aware yeah. of when speed cameras coming up. But he's with his girlfriend. And his girlfriend was like, you get speeding tickets all the time. <laughs> like, you've lost so many points. He goes, oh, yeah, but, you know, the off chance I get caught every now and again. So the claim didn't overly hold up under pressure. So, so all but- he's saying is I speed when I don't think there's a camera, which actually makes it more likely that you'll get caught. It's yeah, yeah. a perverse incentive at play. But yeah, I mean, sometimes it can take 25 minutes. With, I mean, traffic is the bane of the existence of every suburban dweller, but mm, the traffic right. on Waterworks Road, Waterworks Murth Road was pull. not, it just was not built for Ashgrove and Barden and the Gap to be big popular suburbs. Yeah. It just so clearly wasn't built for that. It wasn't ready for what became one of the common. No. well, it was just ready for the Waterworks, which was, you know, me at the end of Titanic. Bloody tears. Oh, movie. oh great Red movie. Great movie. Yeah, works Road. There you oh, go. Good job, mate. Uh, there was more room on the door. Yeah. yeah. How about that oh, for a fresh yeah, take? Gee. How funny that people are still talking about that. Like, I've seen people on Reddit be like, oh, Jack should have realised that Rose was being a selfish bitch. And I'm like, if you are still aggrieved about a fictional film from 99. I was just. Get over it. it. Okay, it wasn't that fictional. <laughs> no, it was fictional. <laughs> there, were, there were truth elements. I don't think The Door happened in particular, but. Well, wait, what was true? The Mate Titanic. What? I thought it, thought it was an iceberg. Oh, right oh no, then. there's an iceberg in my garage. No, that's just a furfy. Fir- <laughs> oh, it's just a it's couple just of ice cold. cubes. Yeah. And not unlike the Titanic, i am a sink it. Glug glug glug. Oh hey hey, let's not promote alcohol on the pod. We haven't yet. spoken a lot about it. Wikipedia. yet. No here. no, I I do have a big thing I want to talk about, and it's something I telegraphed. You know, great bookends here. Oof. Mentioned about Paddington in the first episode. Going to mention about Ashgrove in the last. Oh, sexy. It's annexing other suburbs and <sighs> why certain suburbs do it. So I mean, wow. a lot of people who you. Know, I might have lived in Ashgrove for a while, might be aware, are uh, Dorrington and St. John's Wood used to be suburbs. Oh, Dorrington. (laughs) Oh, hello. I'm Dorrington. It does sound very much like like a very polite British comedy, like, whoa, was the priest excited to see you? Well, I don't know, but I think I saw his St. John's Wood. Oh! (laughs) Oh. oh, It just runs on the BBC for 19 seasons. It's their mash. Um, Well, it's Christmas. We might as well play some reruns of (laughs) Dorrington. Maybe. (laughs) But yeah, it is Dorrington's men. There must have been a decision in 1975 of, like, you know, the big homeowners in Ashgrove of, like, fuck you, Dorrington and St. John's Wood. We're Taking this over. Well, we're gonna do it. I think I mentioned this to you, but my mum. Oh yeah. Whenever I mention, and our friend Ollie lives mm. in St John's Wood, and Mo- Molly lives there too. There's the phone. Um yeah, that's uh that's someone trying to call in and uh we're not taking calls right now, so <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Uh yeah, so So Molly and Ollie, yeah, live, yeah in, live in St. John's Wood and my mum, whenever I say, Oh, well, they live in Ashgrove, and she goes, No, they don't they live in St. John's Wood. She's got this weird I don't know if she's got this weird loyalty to yeah. St. John's Wood, but she Well, it's like the people who insist to this day, it's like, oh, it's not Zimbabwe, it's Rhodesia. Or it's like, like you the can't people, accept it's a new state. In, not unlike in Game of Thrones, when it's like there are still people who drink secret toast to York, yeah. like those yeah. undercover underground. Targaryen movements. Yeah. I think my mum is a bit of like, we will, we will rise. For and it's St. also, John's it's Wood. also a lot like the disputed Kashmiri border in India and Pakistan. It's almost exactly is, yeah, lot, like that. Yeah. I mean, the violence on the, that creek where you sort of cross to mm. go from, you know, the main road to St. John's Wood, it's insane. But God, would Ashgrove and St. John's Wood play each other in their cricket, the crowd, <laughs> just the billions drums. are oh, watching. Yeah. God, it's good. But yeah, it is just insane the ability of a suburb to suck another suburb in and take it as its own. Also, I was saying this to you the other day. The only map that still shows it, in my mind, it's Snap Maps. Oh, yeah, you mentioned in, yeah, it. Inexplicably. Snap Maps like, still thinks that... They say Dorrington and St. John's Wood, which is bizarre to me. Where is Dorrington? Because I know exactly where St. John's Wood is kind of coming off that. I, th- I think Dorrington is, is closer to, like, Wilston.
1: Oh, okay. know, Yeah,
0: we should probably find out. Yeah, Dorrington's not, like, deeper into... I think Dorrington is more, like, between Orderly and Ashgrove, like, back no, Street yeah. area. Cool. Yeah, I mean, we could have checked this, but I love this fast, loose, Top yeah. Gun-esque... Maverick approach. What Research else have you got for, me? for wedgie nerds? Yeah, hundred percent. What else have you got for me, HB? Mate, Look at Wikipedia. Not a whole lot, but I was going to jump ahead a little bit uh, to. Oh yeah, there is it. A... There's a whole title about the locality amalgamation into the suburb of Ashgrove. Oh, there you go. Dorrington uh, and St John's Wood were suburbs in their own right until they were absorbed into Ashgrove in 1975. To this day, these locality names are still in common use. As many residents still associate their residents. Gee, associated puts it mildly. We know there's an armed rebellion. My sitting. lord. bubbling. Yes. My lord, I, I come with news <laughs> from the St. John's Wood. What are they doing this time? It appears that Ashgrove are going to have to arm their forces and that St. John's Wood have acquired one horse. Well, I, well, that should be fine. We have the, the galloping jeeps. Yeah. Isn't that their name? The, the rugby club. Oh, yeah, brothers. They're very good at their craft. They're very, very good. They they're won. They're good rugby club. They did win in a big moment that we'll probably get to later. we we'll get to that later, but St. John's Wood is yeah, uh... well, I hear they're on. Well, you know what we do when we have a troublesome child? What? We dack it. Oh, no. I'm... <laughs> I don't dack me. <laughs> I'm going to dack St. John's Wood. Hang on, how did we, how did we get to dacking? No, oh, no. as in Ashgrove is dacking St. John's yeah, Wood. Yeah, yeah, Lockett's... well, that's Yeah, yeah, like oh, there. Yeah. Uh, you know, caught with your pants down type thing. Oh no. Nah, please terrible. don't please don't duck me. Hello, I'm Dorrington. Oh fuck <laughs> off oh, Dorrington. No. Oh no. Hello, anyone? Would you like to see my Oh St John's Wood? I liked that joke the second time. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, gee, I didn't really get it the first time, but they really amped up the British accents and it now makes more sense. We'll talk about Jeeps later. They mentioned that in here. But I wanted to chat quickly about notable people from Ashgrove. Please, please. Now, there's ones that we all know. We spoke about Andrew McGann earlier. Mm. Uh, Andrew, Anthony and Daniel Herbert, a couple of rugby boys floating about. Yeah, they've got, you know, I think uh, Mm. Maris Ashgrove for a while had some some pretty big rugby players. John Eels, in fact. That's good. Um, It is one of those things, though, like whenever I look at suburb pages of just like Generally, fairly upper middle class, predominantly white suburbs. And in notable people, they're like, four wallabies. I'm like, yeah, fucking obviously. obviously I'm right. never that. So I'm, I'm not like, oh, I'm reeling from the fact that a suburb with a nice private school that plays rugby produced some good produced a couple players, of wallabies. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like, oh my God, guys, yeah, the suburb of Nudgee produced some wallabies. I was like, well, yeah. I, I mean, bet I they would did. of fucking hope so. Um, the ones I wanted to talk to you quickly about that yeah. are a bit more sure. interesting. Um, a man named Derek Guyler. Now Derek Derek Guiler, what a stupid name. Derek Guiler is an English actor who who emigrated to Australia and retired in Ashgrove until his death in 1999. So he was an English actor, lived and worked in England, and said, "Well, I've done my I've done my contributions to the arts and retired to Ashgrove." Henry, I've just looked up what he's been in. Yeah, he is best known for his portrayal of short-tempered middle-aged men in sitcoms such as Please, Sir and Sykes. Please, Sir is the most British sitcom name. Please, Sir, may I have some Dorrington? Please, Sir, may I have some more comedy? Derek please, G- Sir, is filmed in front of a live studio audience at the BBC Studios I don't know how, how, the, how the actual heck Derek he, he Guyler ended up at Well, I'm going down to the personal life. Um... A a long-time resident of Norbury, South London, he retired to Ashgrove, Brisbane, Queensland, Australia in 1993 to be near his younger son, Chris, daughter-in-law, Judy, and his three grandchildren. Grandpapa, are you going to come visit us in Ashgrove? Bro, I'm Derek Giler. (laughs) He sounds like someone who was rejected from Monty Python. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's Uh, like, "Oh." oh, Derek. Um, his first big character that he played was called Frisbee Dyke. <laughs> I love old British comedy. Mm. Hello, I'm Frisbee Dyke. Where's my stool? Oh, you put it in my bottom. <laughs> talking watch, please, sir. A talking watch on the BBC. <laughs> mm. God, I really hope this strikes a chord. Derek Guyler is English man, and yeah. the other person and I want to talk to about yes, please. who has been found uh, in Ashgrove was a man. Uh, he was a author and historian. Not that interesting. Student at Marist College Ashgrove, but his name is Humphrey McQueen. <laughs> wow, awesome. I can't wait to see Humphrey McQueen at like the Wickham on a Saturday, and everyone's like, "And now you've been waiting. It's the attraction we've all come for." Humphrey McQueen. He said it to be like Hump Me McQueen oh, great. Or oh, like good drag name. Great. Only see- works if people know who Humphrey McQueen is, which I can't imagine there's no. that many. Oh, I mean, I've never heard of him. Well, I guess Hump Hump Me McQueen could do a co-show True. with uh, our friend. Caitlin's drag name Which is not uh, Dissimilar to this suburb Ashley Grove Yeah Great drag name Great suburb that Oriented Sam? drag name I can't name. remember uh, No Sam's is um, I don't, I'm not Lazy sure Lazy Susan Yeah oh, I was going to say uh, In case people steal it Oh um, true But I mean we'll know Where it came from And if it gets stolen Awesome we know we have A yeah. great drag Yeah. And if, and if anyone's wondering uh, I think a really good one Is Mary Queen of Thoughts Works yeah. better in England Um, As did did Derek Guiler, apparently, (laughs) until he retired to Ashcroft. But yeah, I mean, it's a fascinating Wikipedia page, and like, it's not very long. There's some interesting tidbits there. We've we've had worse. We've had had worse. worse. And then I said, it's not my erection, it's my St. John's wood. Thank you, sit-down comedy club. So, Henry, here we are. It's a moment we've been waiting for for some episodes. Let's discuss contemporary Ashgrove. It's such a unique suburb. It breeds such unique people and such unique character. And I almost don't have the first conclusive idea as to why. Okay. I really don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit in your boat here because I think the main thing that we have to touch on is that... And this isn't coming from just our personal experience. I would say that it's this a is a pretty well-recognised well, Brisbane yeah, phenomenon. Yeah, Only... The only other comparable version of it is Roo, I would say, and that even has a little bit of a caddier, like it's a click. No one really says Ashgrove is a click. The word cult gets thrown around a little yeah. more, but here's what I think. It inspires devotion. Now, I don't know if it's because it's sort of the last suburb for quite a while that isn't a bit shit. <laughs> because As in yeah, you go through like Paddington, Red Hill. Oh, I'm loving this. Ashgrove, great and Then You get to Ashgrove. And then we're talking that sort of slow road to Sanford, which is yeah. lovely. But what, what happens past Ashgrove? We'll talk a little bit about the gap later on. But people don't people don't come back when they go past Ashgrove, man. It's not a bottleneck in definition, is it? Because no, it does keep going. But I think there are bottlenecks within it. That's because true, we but- spoke about St John's Wood, and that is its own little mini community. Oh yeah, where it's fucking there, freezing there, all there the time. Is. I might oh, as it well is- mention. You've always got to bring a jumper to St John's Wood. Is it an altitude thing? I don't know. Have they just maybe Is they're, they're just air cold? Maybe they're really progressive and they've managed to find a way to implement the Green New Deal, so they're not having they're not having <laughs> climate change. A, yeah. Whereas meanwhile, like really conservative Dorrington, it's a fucking stinker there. You got to wear thongs to Dorrington all it, the time. I was I was at like an eighteenth. I was at Ollie, our friend Ollie, for yeah. the listeners. Uh, his sister's eighteenth. In Saint John's Wood. Oh yeah, awesome. and he'll oh, say is. Ash Grove, but it's it's Saint John's yeah. Wood. Well, he probably, won't say probably, Ash wouldn't say, probably wouldn't say Ash Groove. because <laughs> that's not a suburb. Well, that's what they call their local dance. They're like, oh you've heard, <laughs> oh you've heard of Ash Grove, but do you know that tonight it's Ash Groove? Can you feel <laughs> it? Can, can you feel it? You feel it? Can, can you feel it? it? No, yeah, that's can exactly. But I, uh, I mean, but even as much as it's a joke, we have got to start Ash Groove. That oh can no, we? someone did start that. Yeah, some guys in My Year of Law. Thanks lore guys, it's been a great podcast. Yeah, yeah, some you. guys in My Year of Law <laughs> yeah. from Ashgrove uh, have a band called Ashgrove Henry. Apparently it's they're good. Awesome. Yeah, I know how cool's that. Why did we not think of Ashgrove? Well, they thought of it like 4 years ago, I think. Can you feel it? it? Can you feel it? Can, Can you feel? But it's other, interesting. Other... like we could be like Raddington. True. No, Raddington. Dude, Raddington sucks. Um but as much as Ashgrove the dance is a, you know, a good joke. That almost does speak to the heart. If, if I rocked up at something in Ashgrove, like a Jeep's thing, and they're like, all right, now everyone, time to do the Ashgrove. And they had a dance. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't be that surprised. That wouldn't blow me away. I'd be like, I'd be like oh, oh, this was unexpected, but I'm not, I'm not reeling. I'm not on the floor. And it'd be like a kind of a take on the nut bush. Mm. That was like, like a- the Ashgrove. The Ashgrove city, city Limits. limits. Yeah. Oh, we're going back to milk. <laughs> The Woolies has good parking. Bing, yeah, dee, dee, dee. I do there'd, there'd be something, know, there's there's something there. there. But yeah, it is It is so unique. And I think I mentioned this earlier, but it's not geographically isolated, which is insane. Because you obviously have a village feel in like Brookfield, in Balimba, in New Farm, but they're all incredibly geographically isolated. Particularly somewhere like New Farm, there is only one way in or out. If you're going past New Farm, you're in the water, mate. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no one's you're swinging... Well, that was that was disgusting Joe is like Burped back And like sort somehow. of died somehow But yeah no uh, Podcasters love to hear it It's raw It's edgy so Yeah I, I do think you, you touched on something earlier I'm not even sure Whether you realised You touched on it um, But there is a difference Between Cooper who does seem to have like, like certainly people are like Oh yeah it's clicky but it's more Cooparoo people clinging to each other than clinging to Cooparoo. Ashgrove itself, as this monolithic ideal of a suburb, it's clearly a lot more to people than just the borders around some streets. It, it inspires a devotion. That's the word. And it's really funny because I don't know about you, but if, when I caught the bus home from school, mm. mate... I did whatever I could to get the headphones on and not have a conversation with someone. I was just staring straight ahead. It'd be like, we live two streets away from each other. You'd be like, oh yeah, sick. I'm actually watching The Hangover on my iPod (laughs) video right now. I I watched Inception on my iPod Nano for the first time on the bus home in year eight. I'm actually (laughs) listening to Electric Feel. I MGMT on repeat so that I can get it to the top of my top 25 most played. Thank you very much. that, That was how the playlist worked. Yeah, no control. No control, it was mate. Bizarre. But yeah, like I used to like you know even get off at you know one or two stops away from where I live to avoid walking home with the other people. Oh, Whereas no. the Ashgrove buses, the mate, it was like oh, a stretch limousine mate. for who's who of Brisbane. <laughs> it was because you hear about it now, and also I would say a lot of our friends who sort of have a primary friendship group mm. that was built on those buses. That's incredible. I mean, Translink has. An enormously, you know, pat on the back, TransLink, for being able to foster such powerful friendships. Thanks, TransLink. Well done, TransLink. Get your go-kart and touch on for friendship. Yeah, i got to say, well, touching onto the bus, more like touching my heart, the yeah. power of friendship. Pressing the... Stop at the next station. More like stop before I make any more friends and have to trim from my 21st list. <laughs> Am I right? i got so many friends. I, uh, I, I got I to gotta trim because I can't add another two people. Excuse me, bus driver. Could you pull over here? Are you getting off? No, I'm just friendly. No, nope. I'm <laughs> not sure about that. Nah, there's a lot to say. But yeah, it is absolutely, you do see, I think just as a consequence, and it's a very generational devotion, and we'll we'll get into that with your personal story later, but it is not merely a case, I think, of a certain pocket of Ashgrove people coming with it. It's for however, what, at least the last 50 years, it's a suburb that has inspired a devotion and a passion. And I was actually really interesting. I was reading something online um it was like a review of Ashgrove for people oh, yeah. who were considering moving here on like a website that does that. And it actually says it's clearly someone who's quite old, and they say the spirit of community isn't what it once was. Oh. As many of the older houses have been renovated and high fences put in, or levelled and modern modern anonymous dwellings built that don't blend in with the Ashgrove character. And I'm like, mm. if the spirit of community today isn't what it was, what was it fucking used to be like? God. God. Like if now Was there like, a uniform? <laughs> yeah. Was it literally just like, oh, they're they're like, yeah, all well, these houses have high fences now. The only high fences used to be around the suburb itself. <laughs> nobody in, nobody out. It's the Ashgrove curfew at 9pm. Yeah, it's when crazy. the Ashgrove wall came down in 89, <laughs> it, it was a big win. Yeah, U2 was the first band <laughs> to play in West Ashgrove. It was just like the member for Red Hill being like, I say tear <laughs> down this wall, <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev. Mr. Gorbachev's like, i got nothing to do Gorbachev's with it. Gorbachev's like, I, I have so many issues at home in Russia and you're dragging me into this Ashgrove fight that admittedly I mean I love I love drinking junk bar looks fantastic <laughs> but yeah Mr. Korbachev's like I can't tell you how little I have to do with the internal policy of the Ashgrove seat <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That was a rare example of a joke that I found funny, which just didn't immediately laugh at. And so on a podcast, when there's no other feedback loop than the other person, it so instantly gets the vibe of like, oh, well, I've said something horribly offensive. Well, why I want to get a live studio audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll cut all this. Oh, wouldn't, uh, it be, wouldn't it be great if we did film... If we did... We'd been taping in front of a live studio audience the entire time. <laughs> they just think do like think it. We're desperately unfunny. <laughs> but not even enough to, like, boo us. They're like, whatever perfect mediocrity is, you've found it. We're going to be fucking silent for seven episodes. People are just passing out because they're not even breathing. <laughs> <laughs> not even making enough noise to, to snort. Uh, but, yeah, no, it is... Yeah, devotion's the word. I, I I do wonder whether, like, in terms of what might it actually be like? Why there's obviously a huge snowball effect. It's just a like family. if you're raised yeah, to believe it's a family thing that Ashgrove is the place to be, then of course you're going to believe it's the place to be. And it does mean I think every positive experiences you've had on the suburb is more so ascribed to the suburb than you know your your luck or your lot in life. Like in suburbs that don't necessarily have that culture, like you know. E.g., Wilston, great suburb, doesn't have a culture of like devotion in anywhere near the same way. I do think most Wilston residents, even if you have a bunch of great friends in Wilston, you're almost just chalking it up to like, oh, how good that's worked out well, as opposed to like, what was Ashgrove, It's it was just a mythic yeah. spirit. It's think- kind of like Hawkins in Stranger Things, where it just does have this weird energy. It's like, well, why does all the kooky shit happen here? It's like, well, Kate Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the member for Hawkins, obviously. <laughs> member for Hawkins. I think it's another thing about it as well is that we... Yeah, there is an aspect that you see people going, oh, fucking Ashgrove, man, it's such a cult. Everyone in Ashgrove is friends with everyone, no one leaves. Now, the people who are saying that, and I'll say, I've been one of them in the past. (laughs) I probably after a few. (laughs) Yeah, we're probably the people who are most like, God, I'd love to get in on this. Oh, absolutely. Oh, God, I'd love to just be like, oh, it's 9pm on a Wednesday. Yeah, we'll get an Ashgrove. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's It's going to take 15 minutes. Yeah. Cause you know it's Ashgrove. Yeah, we'll pop it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's Ashgrove. Whereas if I, no matter where you go, Ashgrove is fucking playing. I love Ashgrove. You were um, say by comparison by your own experience. Just to say by comparison, like uh, when I'm at home, I'm probably there's no one local who I'm genuinely just wandering around with. Like if I want to see you, if I want to see any of my other friends, I'm getting in the car and it's it's a thing that I'm doing. There's not it's, that. It's a decision. There's, there's not that open door policy yeah. about people just wandering into each other's house. It looks fucking great. It's started mm. to be. It'll be nice. In saying that, the kind of. Unfortunate byproduct of that reality is that for someone like me who does live in like Balimba, it's pretty hard to get like three or four Ashgrovians to come to your house to watch a movie. Oh, because no. that's just not their experience. Their experience is like I can roll out of bed and I'll be at my friend's house eating a pack of Doritos. Yeah, so true. Like, yeah, yeah, and and so funny because like. <laughs> Brisbane, particularly the suburbs like we, you know, roam around in for the most part, like not a big city at all in that context. Like like Bulimba, still comparatively pretty in a city, but it's just what you get when you have such like, a strong culture that develops uh, like that. It is also interesting, and that's clearly a hark back to what most of Australia must have been like in the 1970s. Like, you hear about, like, Australia used to be a place where people didn't lock their door. You left your doors open. Your kids came and went as you go. Neighbours just wandered in. Literally, in the reviews of Ashgrove I was reading, it was like, there's no nightlife. But there's a 90% chance that you'll be having beers with your neighbours before you know it. And it does just seem to be like that pocket of old Brisbane has Remained, of, yeah, no, of course it can come by. Like, that's sort of everyone knows everyone. So what you're saying, mate, is that Ashgrove <laughs> is a time machine. Sheen, whoa, sheen. Whoa, 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 whoa. You go through the border of Ashgrove and you go back to 1970 when Bob Hawke was Prime Minister? Not even close. Oh kiddo, Menzies? Harold Har- Menzies. Okay, Holt, it wasn't. Then a- Whitlam a- No, it was Whitlam. He a a-, a- Hawke was like... Yeah, eighties, nineties, wasn't it? Yeah, Whitlam won in seventy-two, so it was. Wild. You're going back to a time of Gough Whitlam, free education. Henry, help! I'm in Ashgrove, and <laughs> what's this? The newspaper says the Governor-General wants to dismiss Whitlam. I've got to tell him. And Whitlam went down to Milk for a quick, very big burger. I just say that because I went there with my grandma recently, and Did you like, get a big burger? it was just the burgers were very big. And Gough Whitlam said. God save the Queen, but nothing will save uh, a Yummy! My, a really... my, my tummy after a yummy milkshake no. because I'm lactose intolerant. No. Hi. Yeah. Hi, I'm Gough Whitlam and I shit myself. This a new character I've been working on called Lactose Intolerant Gough Whitlam. It's really good. Thoughts? Yeah. But no, I do think Ashgrove is a time portal to the 1970s. It's wormhole! There's absolutely no further reason to explain on that front. I mean, I mean I'm going to put it out there. You know, the racial makeup of Ashgrove looks a lot like it. You know, white idealised Australia in the seventies. Yeah, yeah no, 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 not not a, not a ton of I'm not going to uh, add. I'm not going uh, to no, add to no, that. No, that. Uh, yeah, no, gonna, but you. Say, that's interesting. That. You say that no nightlife, but no locks on the doors. People just wonder yeah. It's funny you say that because I actually there's no a... lockout laws. Well, I, yeah, they can't be without locks. Can no. they? you can't have lockouts <laughs> without <laughs> locks, mate. No, no one, no one's ever bought a lock in Ashgrove. Well, I actually knew a locksmith who started a business in Ashgrove. Yeah, he went bankrupt. It was really okay sad. Fuck, that sucks. You know, what was his name? Well, his name was Lockie McGee. <laughs> <laughs> like his name was Darren Lockyer, and he thought he'd capitalise on the name. He was yeah. like, you know what? Maybe footy's the go for me. It yeah, he, he, he was Lachlan's locks, and he really he didn't know anything about locks, but it was just too good of an opportunity to pass yeah, you know, I can't see someone with a name like... John Robinson starting a locksmith store. That's just a fucking joke. Yeah, it is a joke. And what happened was, yeah, unfortunately, on his first day opening the business at at Lachlan's Locks, someone popped their head in and said, mate, what are you doing, you big idiot? It's Ashgrove. No one buys locks here. And he said, What do you know about business, mate? I went to QUT. i got a business degree, mate. I know what I'm doing. I know business. It's about invoices, yeah? It's about emails, yeah? yeah? It's about turnover. It's about money. Anyway, he went bust a year later, and the water under the Golden Gate Bridge is freezing. (laughs) Now, look at me in my face and tell me you know what I'm... I don't know what I'm talking about. Quick tip, by the way. Drop the the. Just locks. (laughs) It's it's cleaner. (laughs) I love the idea of like, drop the yeah. Just Darren Locke. <laughs> it's clean. It's like, no, you know what? I reckon I'm going to keep it the way it is. I don't like the idea of five-eighths for the Maroons. <laughs> Darren Locke running out. So for the listeners... Joe's doing. Darren Lockyer has a lock store. I'm doing a bloke named Lachlan Lockie, yeah. has a lock store. Both of them are in Ashgrove. Both of them don't make a lot of money. Yeah, Ashgrove uh, doesn't have locks. And in the middle of it all was a social network reference. Yeah, uh, involving cool. Justin Timberlake's portrayal as Sean Parker. These are the footnotes. Yeah, by just the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, so these are we, the verbal footnotes. Yeah, I'm that we should publish a study guide because we're the least, you know, trained, most rambling, cutting each other off uh, amateurs. So yeah, that that was a catch up on where we're at. There's never been a less disciplined podcast. Yeah. Now I want to talk about this with you for a second Discipline or No not discipline good, Something but... actually about the topic at hand Let's talk about the gap Oh okay The gap between what and what Oh Three points NBA finals Not The gap in Ashgrove oh, mate the, Oh the suburb. The gap between the 99% And the 1% in America <laughs> Thank you so much Elizabeth Warren Let's Cancel student debt. It's like, yeah, guys, I think we're out of beers. And Elizabeth Warren's like, oh, yeah, I have a nineteen-point plan for that. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not called going best. to the survey. <laughs> it's nineteen beers. But yeah, the gap—it's—it's it's random. It's kooky. Parts of the gap almost feel like parts of Ashgrove, whereas you go beyond a certain point and you're like, where the fuck am I? If you if you, say you go to on to Macca's, yeah, yeah you've gone too far. That that Maccas at the Gap, though, I remember Ollie and I were driving around one day and I was like, we were near his house in St. John's Wood. And I said, Oh mate, do you mind if we just pop into Maccas? Um, I'd love a frozen Coke slushy for one dollar, please. Yeah. And he was like, mate, absolutely not. We don't have time for this. So in my mind, I was like, mate, the Gap Maccas is sort of just on the outskirts of Ashgrove. That road. Oh my god, it never bro. Oh my god. It's like, it like an eight-minute extra thing. I'm like, percent oh, oh, I oh, do think. The, Gap, for a frozen the Coke? Gap Dan Murphy's is the line because yeah. past that you're starting to get into real gap territory that's an awesome dan murphy's as well i like when you're in the oh, it's so cool when you're in the car park you feel like you're in a rainforest yeah because well there's this enormous rock cliff on one side of you i always run into inexplicably people from work there a lot of people oh, I work I live that. in the gap and yeah once i got like two cases because we were going up the coast and i just started working there and there was a guy i think his name's mark um but we were both at the checkout and he's the loveliest guy and I just started working and he was like, Oh, good day, Joe, how's that? Oh, it looks like a great night ahead of you, like pulls on my two cases. Going great and I just blanked on his name and I'm so looking, I'm like, Oh yeah, it's gonna be good, mate. And I looked at like his one bottle of Chardonnay and I was like, There's not a lot I could do with that. I was like, I was like I was like, quiet night in and he's like, No, this is for me and two other friends and I'm like Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's healthy. We're gonna have a glass and a half each. Yeah, I'm like Jesus Christ, is this where I'm working? And we might no, just put on awesome. Put on a vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> might even just put on sweet. <laughs> listen to ballroom blitz <laughs> and jump I around the lounge room. Love sweet. And I love the gap. Now my mm. my other thing about the gap is that if someone thinks they live in Ashgrove and they are accused of being like, nah, mate, you actually live in the oh gap. It is on par with calling them a slur. It is so. Oh, I think it, it's. It, It's on part of, like, genuinely an accusation of, like, fratricide in biblical terms. It is so fucking taken seriously. I'm shocked Ashgrove hasn't set up its own municipal court to resolve these disputes. And it's so funny because all of these disputes turn on is a fucking binary question of do you live there or not but people are like nah but often in Uber it says Ashgrove it's like well Uber's not the fucking council it's not unlike legal discussions where some people have a very living tree idea of yeah. Ashgrove where Ashgrove's an idea if you comply with the traditions of getting the bus with everyone and hanging out junk bar but with like everyone but like whether or not you're a cultural Ashgrove having a pizza at the Grove is Ashgroveian even if you're not living there but then there are the conservative black Just letter originalists. Or the yeah. originalists who are like mate it is suburb basis only and of course those people are usually the ones who do reside deep in the centre of Ash Yeah, yeah. But I mean, admittedly, I think I'm a little bit of an originalist when it comes to that divide. Uh, Mainly just, I think, for clarity. I think it's a recipe for tears. Sorry, when you adopt a living tree idea of Ashgrove in the Gap, it's a recipe for these very fine distinctions of, oh, yeah, well, you know, he does come to Junk Bar, he does do this, but, yeah, the house is here, blah, blah, blah. If you he did just work adopt, at Milk in year yeah, nine. Yeah, but, like, if you just adopt a strict originalist view of there is a boundary and one foot outside of it and you're one foot outside Ashgrove, mate, I think that's that you get a lot more clarity, and I think when the law has a lot more clarity, the law is fine. Ah, oh, see, Matt, I go down, I'm a little more, if you're compliant. See, I, and I say this because I think every now and again... I've shown myself to be a little bit of a cultural Ashgrovian, uh, uh, which is a, you're never going to make the leap from Belimba. It just can't happen. Here's... yeah, I don't think I'll make it. No, but no. interesting one. Let's talk about Jeeps quickly. Yeah, Jeeps, great uh, car for those listening. Low. Yeah, <laughs> I bought a Jeep. I actually, I actually, when I was playing footy when I was younger, like literally like eight or nine, I I'd never heard of the Jeep. Well, no, I'd heard of the GPS, but I assumed for one that like the greater public schools hmm. and. The GPS Rugby Club are like the same entity. Oh, okay. Right. Um, but also, I'd never heard of Jeeps outside of the context of cars before. So I literally had mates being like, "Oh yeah, yeah I played for Jeeps on the weekend." In my mind, I was like, "These cunts got sponsorship already." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we're what doing cunts. <laughs> no, we'll bleep that. Oh, oh, we can just not bleep. We can just say it again. Just be like these blokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want to bleep it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like the organic nature of it. That's fun. But yeah, no, it's bizarre. There is a lot to say about Jeeps beyond literally the fact their name rhymes with something else. There's also yeah the fact that so they hadn't won a premiership for something for like 21 years. Yeah. Uh, last year, I believe they incredibly won. I wasn't actually yeah. there, but the a premier rugby competition. Many of our friends from Ashgrove have said that it was like the best day ever. Mm. Um, I'm sure it was. So they, just, it was a huge and night. They rocked but, up at Ballymore. Yeah. They had you know a point to prove. They play what UQ. I think so. Yeah. Or brothers. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. One, of, one of the big boys. I think it was. I, I think, think it was, was YouTube. YouTube Yeah, yeah it, was it, was YouTube. A, oh, it must have been a rematch of something. But shit, they just knocked them over. So yeah. So Jeeps have won. It's absolute hysteria. I think they all went back to the Jeeps clubhouse. basically. Yeah. Oh, apparently, yeah, it was. And, going and it got on. wild. Yeah. Now Kate Jones, local member of Ashgrove, came out on Facebook and I think on Twitter as well, and yeah. basically said, and, and Labour member, so she's in the tradition of Bob Hawke. Yeah. Uh, and she basically <laughs> has come out and said, awesome win for Jeeps. Uh, Tomorrow is a public holiday in Ashgrove. <laughs> now, everyone else in Brisbane kind of looked at us and went, that's a bit cute. Uh, I can tell you, I was at work the next day and two of my co-workers, both of whom live in Ashgrove, didn't show up. So we're sitting around <laughs> and, and my manager's kind of like, okay, well, uh, what's going on here? Now, we all have social media. Everyone knows what's going on, that it was a huge night. Yeah. And we've both given a bit of a call and just been like, guys, I'm... Um, You You know know Kate Jones doesn't genuinely have the authority to declare a public holiday for one suburb of Brisbane. They took it, seriously, by the sounds Oh, my God. And um, and I think that's why it led to the big political question of our era of is there going to be a referendum? Is there going to be an ash exit? Yeah, 100%. I mean, they already legally act as their own individual entity, like Mm. the public thing. Like, the gall to assume... That one suburb could have a public holiday over everything else. That is so unique. They might as well have their own currency. They might as well have their own laws. They're a law unto themselves already. It'd just be very cool it. to see them become a sovereign state just This is very tiny, like the Vatican. They're just like a little yeah. country within and, and, and you get all these weird things where they're like, oh yeah, the average person in Ashgrove has like $2 million. Because <laughs> there's like a tiny population. There's like four billionaires. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. Hey? I wouldn't be surprised if like they do their own sovereignty and then they're like, God's want to give Monarchy a go. <laughs> and their king is just like the principal of Marist oh, or something I know. like They're, that. I reckon their king would just be like, it'd be like a team between, you know, like a great bartender at Junk Bar as the Secretary of State. <laughs> yeah. I reckon the Jeep's captain would yeah. have a pretty good fucking claim to president. I, I feel like the guy who operates the pizza oven at the Grove would, yeah. would try to make a claim to king. the team. Yeah, yeah. I, I think in terms of single figureheads, I don't think, uh, funnily enough, I don't think Kate Joan would... Kay Jones would instantly become a sort of She might be like ruler. a prime minister if they yeah, have a constitutional yeah. monarchy, or maybe. Or she might be almost their envoy to Queensland at large. It'd be so funny about thinking about, like, yeah, Australia has, you know, six states and territories, and then a semi-autonomous state called Ashgrove. And they're like, oh, yeah, how big is that? Is that, like, you know, 30, 40 kilometres, like the smallest state? No, no, no. It's five kilometres, five square kilometres Ashgrove. Do you think an Ash exit would pass? Yeah, 100%. If, if it, it was, if it was oh, held internally. Oh, well... Oh yeah, but I-, I was about to say like, oh well, that had never happened. in mark oh yeah, Brexit was held internally. I think as well. Um, I-, I think I know who would be the king. Um, Billy the Butcher from Meat at Billy's. Oh I- yeah. yeah, yeah, I think. I reckon there'd be like a massive controversy about how he technically lives in Red Ho- Red Hill or something. Oh, you because like, where he'd come Meat, out later. It, yeah, because yeah. where Meat at Billy's is. Is that part of Ashgrove where it's like, you know, Red Hill's 800 meters away? I'm sure there'd be like a people's campaign of someone who just like works at the bakery or something yeah. like that. And they'd hold their rallies, that weird vegetable garden there yeah. on that corner of whatever, <laughs> and be like, the people, the people <laughs> are Ashgrove. Ash, Grove. I, Ash I, exit. I actually think the only thing they'd really miss in Ash exit is the aforementioned nightlife. But as we've read in the reviews, hey, mate, have a beer with your neighbour any time. Oh, so they can get passports? Yeah. I? I, I imagine it's not like an internment no, camp. No, 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 oh, yeah, It's not. Concentration on my bloody milkshake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good way to alleviate the horrors of the past. Sure. <laughs> with an Ashgrove joke. But yeah, Henry, there's obviously so much to say and so much in, you know, in particularly some abstract terms, but... But you have a very personal, a very brett story about yeah. a relationship with Ashgrove. And that's a story I'd like to hear. This isn't something I've spoken about. And we'll finish with this for the contemporary Ashgrove. But uh, I haven't revealed it so far. It's not something I've said. Joe, you're not my dad. What? My dad's my dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm, my I'm, d- s- I'm as close as someone who's not your dad can be. Yeah. I think, to be fair. I'd, I'll concede that. But my dad's my dad, mate. <laughs> yeah. Not you. He's a good kid. No matter how hard you try. And my dad grew up in Ashgrove, mate. Wow. So it's in your blood. He went to Marist College Ashgrove. Wow! But he actually grew up in the Gap. Oh, where my grandma still lives. So he grew up at oh. the foot of those sort of Eiffel Tower things. You know when you oh, wake yeah, up and, yeah. you know, when you wake up in the Gap and you're like, oh, Bonjour, I am, <laughs> I am in Palace. Oh no, it's just the Channel. You're 9, like, you're like, oh yeah, all these chicks putting up photos from Europe. Oh no, it's just uh, <laughs> aerial towers, right? <laughs> I'm misogynist. <laughs> yeah. Can I Have a croissant. Oh, please, a black coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the only country in the world that has the <laughs> black coffee. Oh, black coffee, please. <laughs> I will have a croissant and a black coffee. <laughs> so, yeah, so dad dad grew up in the black coffee neighborhood mm. and um wow, And he went to Mars was the thing he talks about this a lot. He got out Wow. He left So he thinks He's like yeah listen A lot of my friends Still live in Ashgrove they never Still wouldn't go anywhere, anywhere else They never go on If they take a holiday They don't go anywhere What am I going to see Elsewhere in the What, what am I going to see in Paris That I can't see in Ashgrove And I was like Actually a pretty good point uh, There are rifle towers behind you Yeah so true I mean you could probably get a croissant oh, I'd almost bet I'd bet $60 that Somewhere in Ashgrove You can buy a croissant Oh I'd bet a million And if you take like, nothing If you <laughs> take nothing else away From this podcast I want someone to bet me $60 Yeah Give me fifteen minutes. I'll find it. Chris send on. it to our split wires. So, um So dad, yeah. Wow. So he's one of the rare because you just do not hear about people getting out. No, hear more got about out. people moving in. Like I know families that didn't originate in Ashgrove and they particularly moved there when they had children. Took on the mantle. Yeah, and they they decided to voluntarily. Maybe is it? Do you think it's like um, uh, becoming a Jew, like adapting to Judaism, where not only is there a quite stringent process to follow, but you have to have one blood relation. Yeah, sure. I think. I, I think. Th- it, do yeah. you think it's exactly yeah, like that? Just, just to put this on the record, I do think moving <laughs> to Ashgrove is like becoming converting. a Jew. Yeah. yeah. Also, the word I was looking for was converting earlier. I went with adapting, <laughs> which sounds like yeah, I adapt to my surroundings. Today, I'm following the Judaistic faith. The Yammercar just being yeah. a, just being a Jeeps jersey, <laughs> uh, yeah. So my so dad often talks about this, and I think it's he he goes a little bit in depth of, oh, you know, it just became I wanted to see the world a bit, and it's quite a it's quite a smaller neighbourhood in in Ashgrove, but interestingly enough, much to dad's in an ironic twist. Mm. Uh, All of my sister's close friends and heaps of my close friends live in Ashgrove. I pretty much spend my whole weekend being dropped to Ashgrove because I don't want to drink and public (laughs) transport takes a bit long. So dad has to hang his head low, get in his manual ute and drive his son back to the place that he managed to get out of all those years ago. And if that ain't Hamlet, then I don't know what the fuck is, mate. It is actually... It is actually such a haunting narrative, Henry. Like, there's no joke to be made there, but just imagine fighting hard to get out of a place, and admittedly, a place that I think is great, but still fighting hard to get out of a place. And you think, look, I've done it. I've built a life for me. I've built a life for my family, my children, who I love so much, my wife, who I adore. And every weekend, I see them ebb closer and closer Mm. to Ashgrove. Taking back. You're breaking your own dad's heart, man. You're breaking his heart. You know that. Sometimes you just gotta Stay in Balimba. <laughs> it's like to not break your dad's heart, stay in your house always. Yeah. That's the only option. I think I'll need to I think I'll need to go under voluntary house arrest. <laughs> just pulling a song. Which is just hanging out at home and watching Netflix. Yeah, dude. So obviously. it's like it's like, yeah, what'd you do this morning? I oh, just hung out at home and watched Netflix. It's like, oh bro. Voluntary house hassle- arrest. <laughs> Suck. Sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Yeah, there's a lot to say about contemporary Ashgrove and we barely scratched the surface. But, you know, it inspires a devotion unlike anything you really do see in this. You know, the only devotion that's similar to Brisbane itself. And as we said at the beginning... Like to the actual city of Brisbane. As we said at the beginning, Ashgrove is a microcosm of mm. Brisbane itself. And I do think the only people who have a real problem with... And to, and to go a bit sincere, the only people who have a real problem with it... Uh, Sometimes me When I'm in a bad mood Mm. Of God I wish I could get in on this And I think You do see Ashrove When there's Anything You know When they suffer a tragedy um, When they have some sort of Like those big storms That really fucked it up Ages ago I feel like A business goes under Or something You do see that All the legwork You put into having that No locks barbecue beers, yeah. hanging out at Jeeps, all of the effort that goes into that atmosphere is uh, does pay off when people need to band together yeah. and really rebuild your neighbour's fence because of a storm. Absolutely. So I think at the end of the day we say, good on you Ashgrove, well you did what a lot of us probably would like to. They don't hold a candle to take them though. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not take them. <laughs> oh, it's not take them. <laughs> does Ashgrove So Henry, big question. We've been rambling for a long time about contemporary Ashgrove, loose, unfocused. But here we go. I got one question for you. Does Ashgrove fuck? Um, yeah, yeah. I think Ashgrove fucks <laughs> you. You say that as if. You didn't know we were going to record this episode, and this segment would be a part of this episode. Well, it's funny. Like, oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh you've, you've put me on the spot, bro. I Sh- actually, I, I quite earnestly. It's been a really long week at work, and I hadn't mm, put that into it, it. It's been upwards of, you know, sort of we're talking like forty hours. Oh, nice. No. <laughs> No, no, I was gonna try and trick you into saying five days and I would have been like, Yeah, how long's every other week? And you would have said five days as well. I would have been like, yeah, get over yourself. This is exactly what we said we weren't gonna do. We said we were gonna keep it tight and focused. Oh, yeah. four <laughs> I, was, minutes, I was like, yeah, let's and we're really discussing cu- yeah. what you thought I was gonna to say to a question you've asked. <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> no, I'm just annoyed you didn't say it. But yeah, so you haven't thought much about it, then organic thoughts. You've said ashgrove fucks. Why? Show your work. I think it's so close to the city that if you're on a night out. And you could frame it as a bit of kick-ons yeah. because it's like, let's just get a five-minute, 10-minute Uber back to mine. Yeah. Heaps of people are coming. And then you've got everyone at your house, whether it's just you and one other person at the house, or it's a bunch of people who slowly start drifting off and falling asleep yeah. in your rumpus room. That was your rumpus room, um, and I think now nah, it's a fantastic point. Like, what do you is- reckon? I think I think proximity to the city valley. Oh, I think it, I think is a huge part of it, and, and certainly it. I think uh, there's a bit of brand recognition with Ashgrove that I think helps it. You know, Ashgrove fucks like if there was a like. You know, Red Hill's technically closer to the city. But if someone was like, come back, come back to mine, I live in Red Hill, I'd be like, no, it's a little random. Yeah, I think, and and sorry, just to clarify my point for the listeners as well if you're obviously hitting it off with someone, there's chemistry, and you guys are probably going to go and have sex. It doesn't matter where they live. They could live win him. You're, you're going to figure it out. What I'm saying is more the transition from we're in the valley. We're going back to kick-ons. Oh, there's only three people here. One guy's watching The Grinch on an iPad mini mm. with headphones in. Yeah, I mean, there's there's one guy on the side who's taken a mountain of cat and he's watching The Grinch so intently that you, you kind of have to keep an eye on him. Like, you're oh, a little oh, bit worried. Dude. Like, dude. at one point, he's mentally in the film himself and oh. you don't know how you're going to get him out. Come on, Grinch. <laughs> Come on, Grinchy. Give Christmas back, Grinch. <laughs> oh, what are you doing, man? Oh. Dude, oh, the, oh don't eat that whole onion green? <laughs> Great character work, Henry. Uh, God, <laughs> I'm just doing the guy watching the guy watching the Grinch on Ket. It's fantastic. So Ashgrove fucks when there is a guy yeah. on ketamine watching the Grinch on an iPad Mini. That's my answer. I don't want to expand on it. <laughs> Zero, Zero expand explanation. On it. But no, yeah, I agree. I do think proximity is certainly a major part, and also, like, I'm just going to put it out there, it's a sexy suburb. Like it, it is does sexy the right way. Yeah, word? I, 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 it's a positive. It's a very sex-positive brand of sexy. It's is not it sexy. There's Leafs everywhere. Yeah, that's. I think it's. I think it's a very wholesome sexy you reckon the leaves are sexy? It's, it's a very, it's a very couples that are you know they, oh, they might be forty two, but you know they still have a positive, healthy, open, honest sex life. I think that's really the vibe. And they are the kind of couple that go to junk bar on a Sunday night and mm. they're just like, but mate. Circling back, why do you think leaves are so hot? Because I love this country. Oh, that's awesome. In this country, a trademark of it is leaves. There's no other leaves country in actually. the world has leaves. I would just quickly say <laughs> there's leaves everywhere. No, 100%. I mean not obviously not in other countries in the world as you just pointed out, but in Ashgrove mm. there's just. Massive trees dropping leaves well, yeah. everywhere. And also, of and, also it fucks or not. and also, Valley's cricket club plays their home games in Ashgrove, so there is a bunch of leaves there as well. Oh, <laughs> Outside oh. off, <laughs> good leaf. Well, we, good worked leaf. Some, we worked, some cricket in. Oh, good, well, the, the bloody saying was originated there. Oh, take a leaf out of my book, literally, <laughs> please. I can't read truck dogs. <laughs> can't see the words. There's a big old leaf on the page. <laughs> fucks, fucks, definitely fucks, and yeah, I would say this as well. Fucks a little earlier. I reckon virginities were getting dropped like flies in Ashgrove because sneaking out. Sneaking out through the laundry in the night because everyone lives so close to each other. They're all going home on the bus together, making friends, sharing chips, and then Mm. it's like, I'm waking up in the middle of the night. Hey, text, text me. Let's sneak out. They all sneak out. They're meeting around Ashgrove, and that's when the opportunities for some fucking happen. I've never heard you more sound like a terrified conservative mother clutching at her handbag, It'll literally sound like you just gave an amazing speech to your child who's like, Mum, I just want to go out with my friends at 9pm like and you're like, no, this is what happens. You catch the bus home, you eat chips and then you're texting each other. Sneak out. What, oh, happens? I what you- happens? I know what you Ash Groves do with your leaves. I know what you do in the leaves. I love stressed, sex negative Mother Bretzy as a new character. Stressed sex mother is saying you may go to the Ash Groove dance. <laughs> I will pick you up at 8.45 and yes, I will be on security. The is on in the car park I'll son. be a chaperone at Ash Groove Dance but yeah I think it fucks I think it's a re- in a really positive way and uh yeah. Yeah. it fucks but a lot of that is owed to proximity to each other and proximity to the valley city boom Chikawawa. <laughs> Oh, you'll never believe it. Coro Drive's all choked up. I'm going to have to take another route. Ladies and gentlemen, we come to the interview segment now. Now, it's not Andrew Lofthouse. It's not our dream, but we have secured a pretty big guest, a political icon in many ways of Ashgrove and Brisbane at large. Now, unfortunately, Henry's had to shoot through to go get another Caramello Koala because I, I you know, I threw a bit of a tantrum out of the fact he ate mine. So he's going to miss out on this guest, but he'll be back later with my Caramello Koala and maybe even he'll text me a few questions uh without any further ado and oh i can no oh, he's oh he's banging on the window hello hello yeah open the door he's crawling through the window ladies and gentlemen coming into the studio oh, dude, do- uh, he doesn't do doors, he tells us. Coming into the studio right now, making his way in, Queensland Premier, Ashgrove icon, it's Campbell Newman. G'day, Joe. How are you, mate? Oh, good, Campbell. It's wonderful to Shake meet you. Shake my hand and do it hard oh, now. Was that firm enough for you, Cam? Oh, Not quite, but we'll get by, mate. How oh, are you? I'm really well, Campbell. How are you? I'm, mate, to be honest... Life's quiet, and I couldn't be happier, mate. Oh, that's fantastic, Campbell. Now, Campbell, straight off the bat, I've got a bone to pick with you. I've got something I want to raise. Please. And uh, for all our listeners listening, this is actually a true story of something that happened between me and Campbell Newman. Tell it now Um, and loud. (laughs) Always and forever, mate. Uh, I usually walk through City Hall, like, on the way to get lunch because it's got air con in the summer. Nice. Uh, And I was was doing it once, and I saw a man staring up at what is effectively just the honour boards of past mayors in the City Hall. And he was staring there and he was looking for about a minute and he was bald and I, I thought I recognised him. And he was on the phone and he was just looking at the names of past mayors and he turns and looks at me and it's you, Campbell. I saw Campbell Newman staring at his own name for about two minutes in City Hall. You gave me a very knowing nod mm. and then I walked away. Yeah. Do you do that daily? I do do it daily, Joe, and I'll tell you why. My name is a code oh. and, I, and I haven't been able to crack it. <laughs> I was told once by a warlock when I was very young, I was at the Brookfield show, oh. throwback, and I was like... <laughs> You're a big listener, are you, Campbell? Love the show. <laughs> and um, I was basically sitting there with a warlock at the Brookfield show, and he said to me, he said a prophecy, mate. Do you know what he said? Now, what did he say, Campbell? He said, if you rearrange the letters, Campbell Newman, you will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is. Is hidden, mate. Oh, my God. And have you been, been able to rearrange it cupboard I've been so trying far? for years. See, so, so, so I wish I could help Campbell, but I'm so bad at rearranging letters. I can't even like come up with a joke on the fly, Campbell. I know. You couldn't rearrange a cupboard, let alone a, a name, mate. When could I not rearrange a cupboard? Were you watching me earlier? I saw you. How long have you been preparing for this interview? I really love the show. <laughs> I really lo- And I'm, hey, I'm can-do. Oh, Can I do cherry. an interview? Can do. Can I watch you rearranging your cupboard? Can do. So Campbell, something we've got to ask you, and it's something we ask all the guests on the show. What's your relationship with Ashgrove? I, well, I guess Ashgrove was the Lord giveth, and it was also the Lord taketh away for me. Back oh, in twenty twelve, yeah. uh, I was elected as the as the uh, member. The state, state member. MP. The state MP. So I've just forgot what level of government I was at for <laughs> was, for a bit there. I was say, do you need a reminder from me, Campbell? Oh, thank you for, thanks they, all, for, they all blend into one, don't they? Lord Mayor, state MP, Premier. Well, I was just so focused at the time on the Warlocks message about my <laughs> name. I still can't read... Because I was like... At one point, I was like, is it Campbell Manu? But I don't, I don't know. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. But I, we'll pivot later. We'll, we'll pivot. Uh, and I was the state MP for Ashgrove. They elected me. I defeated that Scorpion woman, Kate Jones... Was was that... That, was that was part of what karate the war- chopping her in the election, mate. Was that part of what the warlock said? She just uh, revealed that Kate Jones was a scorpion woman? Yeah. Because I have it on good authority that she's both a human woman and lovely. She's lovely. Well, scorpions can be lovely too, mate, when they're not... Pinching you. Oh. When they're not having a little pinch. Oh. And she tried to pinch me out of my destiny. Premier of Queensland. I said, not today, Scorpion. You don't pinch me today, mate. So then I said, uh, I'm going up to, to win Ashgrove. And I did. I was well elected. Done. It was great. And I had a really good time as Premier. It was fun. I got it was pretty brief, though, wasn't it, Campbell? It was three long years. Was it always your dream to lead the Liberal Party to its worst state electoral defeat in about eighty years? No, I'm actually Is that the plan. No, I always wanted to lead the Greens <laughs> <laughs> to their worst defeat because I hate them. I just wanted to. I wanted to do a bit of a an in, inside man. Oh, that's actually would have been a great play. But Campbell, also just speaking of electoral politics, because I know that's by people listen to this um, podcast. Mm. What particular segments of, of Ashgrove did you have to win to carry the suburb as a whole? The voters. Was the first big one Had to win them over If, if, you, if The thing I don't know if you know this Joe, but No in Pol- I don't know a lot about elections it, Yeah so in our In our political system In yeah. Australia If you don't get enough votes You don't get the job oh. Sounds harsh But when you think about it It makes a lot of sense So I said First strategy First meeting actually I said bring it in everyone I want to be Premier And they said Oh awesome Because I was Lord Mayor You might remember I saved us from the floods Yeah Yeah I- People don't know how I did that. Do you know how I did that? No, how'd you do it? I saved us from the floods. I went down to Milton. I said, I'm the Lord Mayor and me thirsty. And I drank all the water. (laughs) People don't talk about that much. You hear You hear a lot about the Wibbenhoe Dam and how the water got into no, Brisbane. No, so you're saying you drank all the flood water up. Well, I, you don't hear a lot about where the water went. Everyone said, oh, my house flooded. Yeah. Oh, I'm in a tinny going to school. Oh, I don't get to play rowing camp this holiday. Yeah, i got to say, it wasn't a disaster when all the private schools couldn't row. Oh, no, it was horrible. Hearts broken. Hearts tears. broken. And the tears didn't help because they just added to well, the flood. Well, they just added, yeah. Yeah, it was such a shame. Everyone was crying about their house going under and I'm like, guys, it's not helping. I know there was an extra few meters just from people crying, <laughs> but it was pretty. Sucks. I know sucks, but that's when I said, "I said I'm the Lord Mayor and me thirsty, mm. and I drank all that water." Not a lot of coverage about that, but that's when I said, "I'm I'm destined for bigger and better things." And that's when you thought you'd be Premier of Queensland. And, I, and so I got my team together. I said, "What's the first thing we need to do?" And they're all throwing bigger ideas around. Oh, reform! We oh, need Medicare for less, all. Yeah. less governance. You know, cut red tape, less bureaucracy and state politics. Blah blah. I said, guys. You're getting ahead of yourself. Think about it. The first thing we need to do is get more votes than the other person. No, oh. that blew them away. That's why you're the real deal, Campbell. And was there a reason can you chose? Do. <laughs> was there a reason you chose Ashgrove specifically? Was it was the logic a little bit like if I can win there, I can win anywhere? I really like milk. Uh-huh. Oh. their chips are good. Delicious. That's the only literal reason. Oh, and a lot of... I mean, a lot of people work there. It's a very transient place, so well, you get a lot of voters. There. I was working there. Oh, the... Lord Mayor doesn't pay that well. So no. So I was just doing a it's few... It's an honorary title. Yeah, I was just doing a few three hours after school. That's good. Yeah. It was pretty fun, to be honest. Yeah, got a good casual rate. It would have been cash under the table, surely. No yeah, tax just, reporting just on cash. that, Campbell. Just cash, Yeah. Um, but So I said, I said, oh, I like Ashgrove. I'll come here and this will make me Premier. And um, and, and did. they did. And they did. They did elect me. Can do. Um, but obviously you came crashing back down to earth after gutting the public service and losing to Kate Jones in the next yeah. state election. I don't know. I don't know about that. Oh, <laughs> it was a... I mean, it is what happened. Ah! You're putting a spin on it. You're putting a fact spin. I was going to say, what well, are you call me Shane Warne because I'm putting spin on these facts. I will call you Shane Warren. <laughs> I think you can. But in. only if you call me Premier. Premier. I'm still Like that Premier. or could I just say it in my... You head? could say it in your own voice. All right, No worries, Premier. Well, it is like when people are president. Call me They're Premier one called. more time. Oh, right. yeah, Okay, Premier. Oh, that was good. Oh, That's God. nice. Hey. It's like a nice back scratch when you call me Premier. Say it again. No, right, Premier. Say I was the best Premier we've ever had. No. Oh, I, I took a vow of not lying on this podcast, a normal podcast. no, nah, you were the best premier we ever had, Campbell. Oh yeah, well done, mate. You were the only Thanks, one that mate. ever looked like Koshy Oh yeah, it was always a, it was delightful. Thanks, mate. But yeah, so uh, what was it like losing Ashgrove? Because it must be what it's like for someone to you know move away from Ashgrove. You've you've lost the place. in many it was sense. Tough, mate. Yeah. You think a lot of people like you, and then yeah, you turn no, no, around. Well, and they s- clearly don't. And, yeah, and I think it kind of speaks to the fact that maybe I didn't get the bus home with them in the afternoons. Right. I, I used to get picked up by. Lisa, that's my lovely wife Lisa She's got very short hair It's uh, not as short as mine <laughs> They say Campbell Newman made cuts Nothing as bad as the cuts I made to my own scalp Am I right? I'm bald <laughs> Can do And that's why I went after the barbers Because I said that. They, that's why my advisory team Were all barbers, hedge trimmers And paper mache artists Because I said it- I need to learn to cut And the occasional emo That's a dark joke <gasps> Can do <laughs> Campbell, who knew you were such a riot, Candy Campbell. But so yeah, no, that just to pick you up on that point there, Campbell, and, and we are you know sort of nearing ish the end of the interview. And I do want to grab what insights I can from you. Um, you're picking up on that point there that you were obviously a very successful local member for Ashgrove. I was the best, but you didn't catch the bus home. Would you describe yourself? us as a, as a cultural Ashgrovian, and, and hence that originalist theory of you have to be there, be born there, live there to be a true, you know, really citizen of Ashgrove, in a sense. I tried to wear Ashgrove like a hat, Oh yeah. and for three years it worked, but then I think they saw that I was a bit of a fraud. Kate Jones, lover or leaver, think she's a scorpion or not, I, mm. I'm i in the scorpion camp. Oh, I'm, I know I'm there respectfully are others not. more I in do the, disagree. the human camp. Yeah. That's fine, wherever you stand on the whole thing, um, I think... At the end of the day, they, she's real Ashgrove. She's got yeah. cons, she's got pros, whatever. But she's probably a bit more real Ashgrove. I just tried to waltz in there uh, with a full belly of flood water, trying to decipher <laughs> the code of my name. <laughs> <laughs> thought, Bell I, camp. Thought Man I had it for a, Bell camp. Bell camp. Hang on a minute. There's bells at camp. Ding dong. Ding dong! Oh my God! It's the camping bell. Oh, camping bells are ringing. That's where the treasure of Brisbane's hidden. Right. Let's go. Hang on, but Campbell, isn't what you're saying that the treasure of Brisbane was inside us all along? Oh my God, oh Campbell my God. Newman. The letters don't have to be rearranged. The name of where the treasure of Brisbane is is Campbell. Oh, my it's God. It's inside you, Campbell. I have to run for mayor again. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's rare unpacking Brisbane gets such a scoop. I'm going to ally. I'm running for Lord Mayor, and I'm going to ally with my sister city in Oregon, Tim Stem. Oh, my. Callback. Well done. Well, I'll get Tim Stem gotta on the get phone. On a plane. i got to get on a plane. And, mate, I... Th- Can't thank you enough for being on the show, and I can't wait to tell Henry about this scoop we've cracked about Campbell running for Lord Mayor again. And if I have any advice for young politicians listening, don't mess with the nurses. Apparently they like their job. Well, apparently they like getting paid, which is just ah, such a floggy thing to like. Wusses, yeah, wusses work for free like the rest of us doing amateur podcasts. Tell you who didn't get paid: garage. the seven dwarves in Snow White. And they worked harder than anyone, buddy. Yeah, I'll God. leave you on that. <laughs> go unpack Brisbane. Thank you very I'm much, go Campbell. For Eat Thank your you. Heart out, Rod Harding. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, obviously, that was Campbell Newman uh, with an inflammatory attack at Rod Harding at the end there. Of- I-, I wonder if Henry's going to come back with my caramel koala soon because. He's he's started taking a little far away. (laughs) Ding dong, did someone order one Caramello Koala? I did, Henry. Thank you very much. Now, you know who you just missed, right? Quickly before you tell me, um, I didn't miss any, like, former notorious premiers while I was getting you that Caramello Koala for a pretty long time. Bro, I feel so bad. Oh, no. Yeah, it was Campbell Newman. Oh, no. It was Campbell Newman. And in a great act of political journalism, I baited him into saying he'd run for Lord Mayor again. So Campbell Newman's running again? Yeah, he's going to run again. You heard it here first on Unpacking Brisbane. We broke the story. God, are we an ice cream shop? Because we just got a scoop. Wow. I was going to say, are we a... Don't really have one there. Uh, Is this what it's like to be in Spotlight? Not the fabric shop, the movie. Well, we'll end on... (laughs) Well, we're (laughs) a season down. (laughs) We'll end on that. Well, that's just about all the time we've got time for today. And really, for this season of Unpacking Brisbane, it's been a blast. Yeah, I mean, this was kind of a first attempt. Someone asked me the other day, they were like... um, do you worry your first big crack at a podcast is something that is pretty niche? Uh, Surely it's only going to appeal to people in Brisbane. And I responded, I was like, listen, I think if we have a podcast that people in Brisbane, even if it's a small number, get around and Mm. feel like we've at least captured maybe an, very tiny bit of what this city is yeah. about: the randomness, the dankness, the weird customs that we have. Yeah, uh, the- it's like beautiful one day, perfect the next. But if you're not from here, you're gonna be fucking surprised by a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's an odd little city. <laughs> so hopefully, yeah. I mean, obviously, there are white male duos are plenty, oh, and yeah. if we and it's not anything that is particularly groundbreaking. But if it if you had a good time. Uh, let us know because yeah. we would love to unpack message, some more message things. Message us on Instagram, yeah. tweet at us. I assume I, you know, I'll, I'll run the Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I really... I'll love I love Twitter. I don't get on Twitter that no, much. No, if yeah, if, if you're tweeting at us, it's probably going to be me. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, really? You're. I, you're think field, I can do Instagram. You, you, you yeah. can do Instagram. There we go. Yeah, looks like this live logistics, logistics <laughs> meeting division of labor. But yeah, it's been a great time. I do love it as well. You know, people just very briefly talk about like, oh, are you sure you want to do something like oh, something as niche as the suburb of Brisbane? I'm like. Mate, two million people live in Brisbane. That's less niche than like, so should we do our Cricket Politics Movies podcast yeah. soon? <laughs> <laughs> like Brisbane, there's a lot more people than Which the cross-section. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah, so hopefully you've enjoyed talking a bit about Paddington, mm. Brookfield, New Farm, Wynnum, Wynnum Hurston, West, West, West End, and, and of course Ashgrove. Ashgrove. Um, we've had a good time doing mm. it, and I think the only real way to go out Is after, not at all the way we started. Not how we started, <laughs> not talking to Tim Stem about mm. uh, what well, we now have just come in as a losing Senate campaign. Yeah, he be, didn't get up. Absolutely tanked. He got absolutely smashed there in that final day. Uh, not talking to past premiers or owners of burger shops or even dogs, mm. uh, but I think instead talking to you, the listener, through the medium of music. Well, we've learned a lot about this city we live in called Brisbane We've been to Paddington, to Wynnum and Brookfield We even went to New Farm by the river And we didn't get to meet Andrew Lofthouse But I think one day we'll shake his hand And ask him to call our son Call me son Andrew, it's a one syllable word It shouldn't be that hard We went to Ashgrove And we asked why it's such a cult Why is it such a cult? Even though we love it And it's got a lot of value in Brisbane City Now I'll say about Brisbane Obama chose to come here He gave a speech at UQ He joked about beer and hey You don't get that in Melbourne or Sydney or Perth Cause they don't have beer in Melbourne or Sydney or Perth They only have bad times Yeah they have lockout laws But we've got doors that don't have locks and we like to share a drink with the neighbour. Love oh. to have a beer with my neighbour. I love to have a beer with my neighbour. In Brisbane. 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 Waterworks Road, Milton Road. Coronation Drive, oh. Road. Old Cleveland Road. You're gonna have to pull over if your headlight's out. The police are safe. In Brisbane They're not very threatening in Brisbane Now unfortunately the cross river ferry from Balimba to Tenerife still isn't free Even though the city hopper is free And I think if you look at the justification You shouldn't have to pay $3.45 to get across the river You are literally on that boat for like a minute 45 You should be able to get from one side of our beautiful brown river Without paying three dollars But hey, that's a small gripe with the best city Yes, it's the the best city city in Brisbane Uh Well, we've got all the small gripes in the world But it's the city, it belongs to us What are we going to do? I think we can safely say That if Brisbane was a suitcase The clothes would be All over the floor because Brisbane, for whatever it lacked, yes Brisbane has been unpacked.